I bring the shorty closer, just enough to feel the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, feeling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand to hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ARC. Welcome to the show. I don't know which camera I'm looking at, but I'm going to go with Justin right there. Uh, I'm your host, Rick H. I'm joined by my brother, Benny Banks. Yo, what's up? I'm here. I don't know which mic I'm with, but... <laughs> you got a lot of mics I got more mics Books, than expected. Uh, this is supposed to be mine. I'm sorry. And our guest know. today is the star of uh, La Soga. Jack Beneno, Bonchao. Every Law and Order. Every Law and Order. <laughs> uh, Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Person of Interest, NYPD Blue. Washington Heights. Everything. 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 Perez. Maddie Perez. Thank you. So, Manny, yes, and the, welcome to your neighborhood. Oh, welcome well, thank back you. Welcome to the bar. Welcome thank back you so to much. the area, you know. We miss you. We like to see, you know. <laughs> Running around. Um, we yeah, we actually do. We, we like to see prominent figures I would think, uh, yeah. walking around. It gives people hope to reach for something else. Besides, that's you know, Damn, you know. That's, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, is deep. It is deep. You see, I just walking around the That's heights, how we're going in? That's the how we're going in. Yeah, out the gate. So who is Manny Perez? Let's ask that question first. Where is Manny from? Where was he born? Where was he raised? Well, can I... Is this working? I mean, can I put yeah, it... Yeah. Do well, I can do this? Or or sound, oh, okay. If you go like that. Right, I'll know. just yeah. sit back. Manny, you can do whatever you want. You can slam yeah. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I... Um, whatever you want, man. Right? I should just... Anyway, well, um, I, I was born in Dominican Republic, and I from a small town in Santiago. Hey! Hey, that's right, dude. Hey, hey, hey. It's crazy, you know. Where I was born, we had no water, we had no electricity, I had no shoes, none of this shit. Uh, and then my family moved to uh, when I was ten, moved to Providence, Rhode Island, where it's a big Dominican community it's, there. Yeah, by that time there was we were like the only Dominican family. We were, the first ones there? We were one of the first ones. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah, and then and then when I when I turned eighteen, I moved to New York uh, to Washington Heights my aunt has lived still lives here and then I came to college here then I just stayed here ever since um, and here I am there you go and he's back home that's what? right <laughs> you said Santiago like Santiago no no un campo se llama Baitoa Baitoa that's right Baitoa in the house by the way, happy belated birthday to Manny. His birthday is oh, well, Cinco de Mayo, just like Wanda. So. That's right. Well, you know what's crazy? I want to say something about what he said because it's crazy. You know, you have you have a lot of uh, Santiago people here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is great, right? Yeah. But then you go to you go to DR, and none of these people. Here, bachata, merengue, none of that shit. No. And then they come here, and the first thing they do is they pull up a chata, loco, pull up a bachata. You know what's crazy? Isn't that crazy? They want to feel like they're it's at so home. It's so crazy to me. I'm now, like, you know what it is, though? It's, it's like the absence of it. Because when I was in, I spent some time on the West Coast. And the Oof. fact that you don't have any of it, like, right. I don't really eat mango on a regular basis. But the That's fact true. that I couldn't have mango, 
It made me want. No tres golpes in LA. It's like if you don't hear bachata like from a car coming down the block. Then you feel like, yo, where the hell's all the bachata? Yeah, it makes you feel like. So C's, we had C's on the show. Caesar Perez, he designed the Nike Air Force Delomio sneaker, and he said that the culture, the reason why he put a certain design on the sneaker is because the Dominicans are some of the only people that live in the U.S. with one foot in the U.S. but their mind and their body is still in the country back home. So, pero mi mente está ya. So that 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 that's exactly. <laughs> How how it is and, and he he said it. That's why he designed the sneaker and he put something in there and uh, thank thank you for uh, letting him create the sneaker. Another sponsor what? for you, right there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they they no, President is the first one. So you have eleven siblings. Yeah, similar to my mother. She oh. comes from a family. There you go. A, wow. uh, how's that like growing up with a? It was great, dude. It, what position it, were you? Yeah, I'm number yeah, yeah. ten. Out of eleven, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. So we were actually we were fourteen, but three were still born in those campos, and yeah. you know it's, yeah. it's hard to get to the uh, to the to the hospital, like ciudad or whatever. Oh. But I'm number ten out of, out of eleven. Very tight family. I mean, yeah. we're too fucking tight. <laughs> I don't know say that. Yeah, you can curse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we're very tight, which is great, you know. <laughs> and they and that sort of grounds me, you know, yeah. because. Um, it's crazy, you know. I do all these TV shows, and I do all these. Uh -huh. I worked with like Jennifer Lopez, Mark Anthony, uh -huh. Colin Farrell, and whatever. Cantante, yeah. And those motherfuckers are like, "Loco, tú no eres actor, no. Tú, tú eres actor, no. Tú trabajas con Arnold Schwarzenegger or Charles Bronson. Yo, Charles Bronson is dead. He's dead. But to them, it's like that's when you be an actor. No, but he's coming movies. back. And he's, he's coming good. back to life. He's coming back to life just to do a movie with you. Shout out Charles Bronson. So that's sort of like, hey, it inspires me to continue. So did they let you eat? I mean, it's 11 of you. No, you gotta, you gotta. Diego yeah, rápido. Rápido, yeah, loco. Yeah. Till this day, <laughs> till this day. <laughs> sí, yo prendí esa vaina porque yo dejaba la, esa vaina para último. Yeah. Y fue se lo daban a, 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 a alguien que estaba de visita. So that's the first thing that I eat that I eat now. It's salami. So va adelante rápidamente. So we can catch you with a plate of rice and beans, and we're gonna ask you where's the meat. It's <laughs> the gone fue. already. Ya se fue. It's gone already. <laughs> so let's start from the beginning. So you moved to the Heights. Uh, when you were 18, that's after high school. Exactly. How did you get into like acting, writing, and producing? Like, okay. How, how, did you always have a passion? Did you know? Well, see, I, you know, when you come from a family of 11 kids and there was nothing to do, I was like the clown in the family. Yeah. I was always doing some stupid shit. Now you're like, yo, what are you doing, stupid shit? That was me. <laughs> and so I always used to make people laugh. And they would, they, so I was like, wow, this is great. So then we moved, when we moved to Providence, there was a church down the street from me. And every weekend, there was all these little white boys and little white girls doing plays. And I'm like, ¿Qué tal si gente? And then I was like, well, I want to go see. You don't know nada English. Y me metí en el grupito. And they were doing Peter Pan. And, and I was like, ah, pues mira, I want to I do this. But I didn't know English. Yeah. So they put me in it as one of the pirates. Yo estaba haciendo musaraña y vaina. Y yo dije, haciendo musaraña y vaina. Y después... Donio de Puey, I sort of was learning English, I barely knew, but I knew how to break dance, because that time was like break dancing was in. So I go into, and I, I went into audition for, the, uh, in the Wizard of Oz, the Tin Man. But I was popping, you know, and I did that thing. They were like, yo, that's new? Oh, wow. So they put me as a Tin Man. So I rapped my song. Yeah. In English? In English. Okay. otro mundo. They loved that I was popping. They were like, yeah, that's a kid. And the ice cream made a fever, and then every summer I was in that in the in, in the, the in the theater uh, uh, in the basement of this church, 
And then I'm like, wow, man, I want to try this. I want to go to college for this. And then my dad, uh, since we're a very tight family, yeah. the whole family worked in one factory. Entonces, okay. they were like, yo, when, oh, he's, when he's out of high school, he va para la factoría. Yeah. And I was like, dad, I actually want to go to New York. He's like, are you crazy? And I'm like, I want to pursue the acting. He's like, what are you fucking crazy? <laughs> so then I'm like, look, man, none of these, none of my brothers and sisters, none of them uh, went to college. No. And none of them, el quería un diploma, a degree. My father yeah, was like, yo, you quiero you quiero un degree, un diploma, un diploma. And I was like, look, I'll get you that diploma, but if you let me go to college. He's like, yeah. it's a deal. And that's how I came to New York, because nice. he wanted that diploma. And that's how it happened. Shout out dad, man. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, at yeah. least your dad <laughs> gave in. Most, exactly. <laughs> most families, no, no, tú tienes que conseguir tu trabajo, tienes que ser doctor, abogado, alguna cosa así. O eso no es seguro. Eso de adapto, no, ¿qué tú haces? You're going to be a waiter? Yeah, yeah so. no, it's rough. I mean, it's rough, but yeah, I mean, I thank my dad, because, you know, he thank my whole family. That's even though, yeah, they're very supportive, even though they played this joke. And actually, it's not really a joke, because that sort of inspired me to, like, continue doing what I want to do. pushing it harder. Exactly. Right. So you want, you want to get to that point where they're like, okay, now you're Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Were you in a lot of plays in high school? Uh, no, not in high school. Uh, I, 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 in high school. I did those plays for the yeah. for, 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 for the church. For the church. Mm. And then in college I did a lot of plays. I went to Marymount Manhattan College. Oh. On the Upper East Side, whatever. Yeah. And then I did off off Broadway's down in theater for the new city. Uh, a bunch of theaters in New York. Yeah. And then after college, I um it's crazy. I went in for this film, right? It's, you can actually see it. It's called New York New York Undercover Cop. It's it's uh, it's about a Japanese Arnold Schwarzenegger type because he was like a big, he was big, he was big, he was big in Japan, dude. He was like so it was it was like his first American film was like the star. It sounds like a hit already. Exactly. And then they had they had Mira Sorvino was her first film. Oh really? Wow. And it had Chad McQueen, who's Steve McQueen's son, his first film, and they were looking for a bad guy. So, yeah. so I go in there, you know, I do my thing, and so I go in to do my thing, and then they ask me to come back, do it again, that's, and they gave me the part, yeah. like three oh. days later or whatever. And I was so happy, dude, I was like the bad guy, <laughs> but I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's film, and I never, I've never done film, it was my yeah. first film, right. but I was just living the moment, you know, and, they, and this Japanese director, he's used to, that's what Japanese actors do, yeah. they're, they're yeah. not, uh, you know, they just go crazy. So he's like, I like him, do that, do that. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna, he loves me, I'm going to do what I'm, you know. So I continued doing that, and that was my first film. And and oh, after that, th is that when you got into uh, Washington Heights, the movie? Or, or you no, just no. did a bunch let, of... No, like, let, me, yo, let me tell you, it's okay. crazy. So then I was, um, I did a lot of uh, New York Undercover. Okay. I did all these shows. Yeah. And I was the bad guy, always the bad guy. I'm like, man, when am I going to stop <laughs> this bad guy thing? I have that face. It's a face, man. So then I said, you know what? I'm going to write my own shit. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to write my own thing about un bodeguero who has a bodega and he has a son and he wants the son to work in the bodega but the son wants to be an artist. Yeah. Sort of like me, my similar, dad, my yeah. similar to like but in a mm -hmm. different way. And then I'm like, that's what I'm going to write. So then I wrote a draft and then I got a friend of mine to write with me because he knew more about writing than I did. So he wrote it in. Then I had this friend of mine, uh, un mexicano, his, his name is Alfredo de Villa, who did a short in um, in Colombia. And I worked in a short with him. That's how I met. And then I'm like, hey, man, I wrote this thing. 
read it. He's like, I love this. I'm like, well, let's go raise the money. Then I, I had a friend of mine, uh, this girl that I dated. It's crazy. No. It's crazy, dude. She's a friend now. Yeah, yeah. She, 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 <laughs> I dated this chick, right? And she got married to this rich dude. Oh, and I'm like, that's my ticket. Let me go talk to this <laughs> So I went and talked to this dude, right? I went and talked to this dude, showed him the short that I afraid. I'm like, we're both doing this. This is a short that we did, and there's a script. He's like, how much you need? I'm like, there's what we need. And uh, we went and shot it in my apartment. Wow. My apartment in Washington, in, that, in that thing is my apartment. Oh. Uh, in that, in that, in that film. film. In my, and there's a, in, in the apartment of the bad guy, of Danny, uh, or not, Bobby Cannavale's character. Yeah. That's my aunt's apartment. Oh, the, the aunt you just mentioned previously. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then the basement is my base. It's all, all just the whole building is in there. <laughs> so you didn't need no location permit. No, I had which is all in my building. You just uh, called tia. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we did it. It's okay. crazy, dude. So that was my first feature as the lead, where I wasn't a bad guy, and that opened a lot of doors. Dude, that opened a whole different world for me. You got an award for that one. And I got a few awards for that. And that opened a whole different world for me. And that was kind of the first time you're doing something behind the scenes, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that opened a whole different... I mean, crazy, dude. I got got 100 Central Street out of that. Out of that. That's a show that was on television. That was an an A&E. So I was having a conversation with Matt before we started rolling, and I said... You must have been in every New York crime drama on TV. <laughs> All three Law and Orders, uh, 100 Center Street, New York Undercover. Um, there's another one. Oh, CSI. Bull, recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, CSI. SVU. SVU. So you must have been in all those crime dramas. Do they call you up like, listen, we need a we need a Latino bad guy or? Uh, well, uh, yeah, sometimes like Bull, uh, the, the Bull was yeah, sort of like Bull, that. Yeah. I just oh. gave an offer. Hey, is he available? I'm like, yeah, I'm available, and it worked out. And the character wasn't Latino, but uh, I'm like, my face is Latino, dude. Just make yeah. the character Latino. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird, dude. I'm like, that's what I am. Yeah, yeah. So then <clears throat> you did watch the heist. A lot of uh, opportunities opened up. Um, you did also Courage on the Fire. That's right, Courage on oh, the Fire. That was, yeah. You were in Crooklyn. Uh, I got it written here, but I'm also uh, there's gotcha, also gotcha, movies gotcha, that I know. Gotcha. Um, you were actually you're one of the few actors that did you see Bullet? Bullet was this film that I did with Mickey Rock, dude. Really? Back in the day. What? Mickey, did you see guys see Bullet? Yeah, I got stabbed really? in the eye with a knife, dude. In the film. <laughs> that was like one of my yeah. That was By like Mickey Rourke? with Mickey Rourke stabbing me. I'm like this crazy motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was way back in the days. Did dude. he really try to stab you? Though? Tupac Shakur was in that film. He was. What? Oh wait, that's oh, what the movie. I, do. I, I know Tupac exactly what movie was in it. it is now. Tupac yeah, was yeah. in it, and I like my character was like so, Tupac's uh, bodyguard, but I got killed. But anyway. So how'd you get into El Cantante? Because I know there was a point where you were doing a lot of American films, but then you... Got you, got you, got you. Then I moved over to the oh, other world. Yeah, because La Soga, yeah. Ocho Chao, uh, uh, Veneno recently. Yeah. All, all these huge... Because of those films, the success of those films, the Latin American market in the last five years has grown so much. For real. Because nice. there's a need and a want for it in the U.S. Gotcha. So how'd you... Would you still do both? Or well, do you no. have like a passion to do... Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you. It, that's a great question. You know, um, 
Out of Washington Heights came yeah. El Cantante. Okay. Out of Washington Heights came all these films. Uh, the, 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 the director of El, El Cantante came to the set of Washington Heights because he was a friend oh, of the wow. DP. Okay. So this whole it's crazy. The connection is crazy when you you know when you're in this business, and then that came and then I did Illegal Tender, Pride and Glory. Oh, yeah, I did all these all these American films like big big blockbuster films, and then at that time when I wrote Washington Heights, I went to DR. I went to DR for 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 a summer vacation, and in my town the Baitoa, <laughs> there was this dude right. It's crazy. This dude that showed up. Um, un tiguerito ahí, un joven morenito, mm. en un carrito, eh, un Toyota con mucho hoyo, bullet holes or whatever. <laughs> and he pulls up, right? He pulls up. And he pulls up and he knocks on my neighbor's door. And I'm like, and he, he's coming in. Uh, he's he's uh, undercover, but he has two police officers with him. Yeah. So he comes in, knocks on the door, and the mom comes out. Ay, no me lo mate, no me lo mate. And I'm like, what the? No me lo mate. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So everybody's like, what the hell's going on? So we show up, everybody showing up to figure what's going on. Right. So he entra, he got a un tipo, por la greña, lo llevan en el medio del parque, takes a gun and shoots him in the head. Oh, oh shit. Exactly. I said, oh shit, myself. And I'm like, so the guy was a sicario. I'm like, what the fuck is that? He's like, ese le llama la soga. And I was like, ¿qué? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> By the way, that film. <laughs> So if you've never seen La Soga, I highly recommend you watch it at one point. So Very then good. I was like, I'm gonna write about that dude, but not his story, my own version of what La Soga should be. Because yeah. that guy that guy just that's just straight yeah, up criminal. Yeah. Did he call you like listen bro? No, no, So then I did research and then I found out that the government pays these dudes to go and take out you got three strikes, you're dead. In the DR oh, what? at that really? time. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah, you dead. So I was like, wow, the government pays for this, and I was like, well, I'm gonna write a story about a guy, la soga, but he has a heart. There's a reason why he became that that demon, that devil, that monster. So in my story, he has a heart and became, you know, his dad was a butcher. He was killed by a, a deported drug lord and blood, and he became this sicario. Yeah, that's my story. Now, the word La Soga is not his name. It's un apodo que en los 70 a la gente así le llamaban La Soga. En los 70 había un general que llamaba La Soga. En los tiempos de Trujillo había otro llamado La Soga. So the nicknames continues down the pipe. My dad told me about the one in Trujillo time. Exactly. En Trujillo un tipo llamado La Soga. So the word La Soga is just a little nickname como que... Un matador, un matador. Como en Moca hay un tipo que le llamaban... Rocky Cañón. His name was Rocky. He had a cañón. Yeah. Oh. Tablita because he used to keep it with fucking a tabla. You know what I'm saying? That's how crazy shit tablita because con la tabla used to kill motherfuckers. From my town, I So, we're from Moca. We live in Santiago, but we're originally from Moca. I, my mom probably heard that that guy. See, no, it's, it's crazy shit. They got crazy, crazy guys with like these nicknames, and that's what they do. So anyway. So then I was like, I'm going to write about that dude. So I wrote the story. It took me about, from Washington Heights, it was 2001, mm -hmm. to 2009 to, yeah, to rewrite, rewrite. Because I was trying to also make it, make it current to what was happening in the DR. Okay. So then I wrote it. And then I, a friend of mine, these two dudes that I know, we did a film with. Um, and I'm like, yo, man, I got this 
the script. And they read it like, oh my God, this is great. So I'm like, let's raise the money. So we went and raised the money with another friend of mine who lives in, in Texas. So he gave us $150,000. So wow. we went to DR, which impo it's impossible to do a film yeah. for that amount of money. Really? So we went, Even in the Dominican, $150,000? How much is that? Right now you need a minimum, a minimum of uh, $800,000 to do a film in the DR. Wow. wow. Minimum. Oh, because of the permits and everything and dealing with the government. See, see, but okay. see, entonces, but, no, no, that's because entró la ley de cine, entonces there's a, there's a whole thing and behind that. Exactly. But anyway, at that point, I did it for 150. Mm -hmm. But I shot it in my town. Most of the actors are not actors. They're just regular people from yeah, yeah, neighbor of mine, true. whatever. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's how I did it. That's so, crazy. La Soga, and then after La Soga was, was Poncha, which... I no, after La Soga, I did this film called Rey de Najayo, mm -hmm. Which was the first film con La Ley de Cine. Yeah. La Ley de Cine is great. Yeah. It came in and everybody's doing film for La Ley de Cine because, you know, if you are Presidente, yeah. and I'm a filmmaker, okay, Presidente, I want to do a film. So they have to pay tax. So what they do is they take 25% of the tax they got to pay the government and gives it to me to make a film. Mm. Wow. Then you get a certificate saying, hey, you already paid you 25%, so, but the reality is you gave it to me to make the film. So Manny, we're going to DR to talk to Presidente to produce, <laughs> <the show. laughs> exactly. to produce a show from Santiago, you know, around the Monumento. Exactly. And, and, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll just, you know, put it on Dominican television. There you go. We'll so then it. I did that in the DR. Okay. And, then, uh, and then, I don't know, I feel like I always go back and I did Punchao after that. Uh, the There's reason, another one also that you did that was a comedy with uh, Raymond and Miguel, but I'm forgetting the name. Colau? Uh, yeah, I think it's Colau. Colau. Yeah. Well, see, the, the reason why I keep going back to DR to do these films, and, and I love doing these films, is because these films are different than what's happening here in the States. In yeah, the States, right. I'm playing, yes, you know, mostly stereotypical characters where I'm the bad guy, blah, blah. But in the DR, I play a Dominican guy who's trying to get by. Yeah. Just a human trying to get by. That's and with a story, with a heart. Would you bring La Soga to the U.S. and make it a U.S.? I mean, it premiered here, though. Well, it premiered, it premiered I know, here. but I mean, as... as we went to the premiere. Oh, oh, oh you go. guys went to the premiere? Yeah. I would like my picture later. I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw but I mean, like, make it an American... Well, Dominican film, but translate it into English and do the whole... Well, I'm doing part two now yeah. of La Soga. That's right. And part two of Jack Veneno as well, right? Yeah, Jack Veneno is happening, but now I'm doing La, La Soga, which is my baby again. Yeah. I have three years with the script, and it's a badass script, dude. You know, I've been waiting. It's like a I've really been bad waiting script. for another sequel of that movie. And that sequel takes place in the United States. Okay. Yeah, at the end, he's back here. And then part three is oh, going to no, go so back to DR, dude. Okay. So, uh, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already yeah. looking forward to that. So, out of the three things you juggle, acting, writing, and producing, what's your favorite? Well, I like Which the, hat well, like I, I like the acting, yeah, because that's what I, you know, that's what. But I love the writing. I love like when I'm like, oh shit, this is great, you know, right. and I go crazy over. Like for example, I was writing uh, uh, when I wrote um, La Soga, the ending of La Soga. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy, dude. Sometimes you sit right and you're like. I'm gonna write today, so you just sit. And I take an hour just to sit, and nothing comes out. Right. And then some days you wake up, you're like, this is it. And you start writing, and then the whole day goes by, and you're still writing. And then you're like crying, you're like, why am I crying? Because you're so into like <laughs> what's happening, yeah. that you start crying. And like the ending of that, wow. of that La Soga 2, I was crying, dude, for like a day. 
Wow. It's crazy because it's like I got into it in, in, in a moment. I'm like, this is so. You're invested. Yeah. You're a method actor where you get really invested. Like, who was the guy? Daniel Day Lewis. Gotcha. That guy, after <laughs> film wraps up, it takes him a while to shed the character. Does that well, let, 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 let me tell you this. You know, I've been, <laughs> I've been, um, I've, I've taken all the different techniques there are yeah. out there. You yeah. know, Meisner, Stanislavski, and I've played with, um, not played with. I've lived. Those moments uh, with method, and that works for me best, um, just because moments are real. Uh, yeah. For example, if you're on set, and all of a sudden I worked with this actor, we were on set, and we're doing the scene, right? This crazy scene, and then the, the director yells, "Cut!" And he takes our phone, and he's like, "Yo, Sophie," and I'm like, you "Just ruined the fucking scene, dude." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause no, you know, because it's like yeah. I'm in the moment. I'm like, Why are you yeah, bringing the yeah. shit out? You lose that intensity. Yeah. So yeah, man. So that shit just doesn't work for me. So I try to tell people, "Hey, man." Don't speak to me on set. Don't say shit to me. Leave me in the corner. Leave me do my yeah. shit. Because yeah. it's real. Yeah. Like, all those moments are real. You want to keep... It's like a major... I'm going to compare it to baseball. I'm sorry to bring it to Dominicans baseball. Right. It's like a pitcher that's on the mound. He goes back into the bullpen. He puts on a jacket on the arm that he's throwing. He wants to stay warm. He wants to gotcha. stay loose. There you go. That's so it's the well, same thing behind. I guess so, yeah. I guess so. So why you want... Let's talk We're about Paul Chow, first of all. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're gonna ride with that one. Yeah, yeah, Manny, yeah. thank you for supporting him. You're a good dude. Putting him on that analogy. It was horrible. You didn't like it? It was okay. It was okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Talking about baseball right now. I mean, it's the same type of thing. You want to stay loose. Yeah. So let's talk about Ponchal, first of all. I guess. We're, we're talking about not ruining the moment. When like you're you in just, a moment like and you're like you just did right now. So, Ponchal's a comedy. Yeah. Is there a genre you favor more out of all of them? No, I like drama. I like you, like, a, you a, like that drama. So you're gonna dude. work for that Oscar? Will we get a Dominican Oscar, <laughs> Academy Award winner? That's the idea. Or maybe even an Academy. You're gonna have to do it as a writer or director because you know it took Spike all those years. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I'm just kidding, true. Academy. So yeah. you said acting. Acting's your favorite hat out of all three. Um, what is La Isla Rota? Or La Isla, Ro La Isla, La Isla, Isla Rota, Rota. Yeah. is a film that comes out now in June in the DR, and then comes here, I guess, in July or whatever. It's a great film, dude. It's about a relationship a conflict between Haiti and DR, yeah. which like nobody wants to talk about. Oh. Like, oh, but shit, nowadays, that's a subject yeah. that people are trying to broach. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. I'm like, what? You know, that's we got to deal with that shit, dude, because yeah. right. we're half... 80% black. Yeah, Dominicans sure. don't say that shit. They're like, yeah, no, I'm not sure. black, dude. Yeah, I'm right. like, yeah, you motherfucker, you black. <laughs> They're like, no, I'm not black. I'm like, yes, you are. So, so this film deals with that conflict. Okay. And it takes place in 1937, which is great. It's a really, wow. a, it's a beautiful period piece. Yeah. And I played this guy named Abis, who is was like a hardcore motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's the villain. No, of course. <laughs> he's the villain, dude. What's but the it's great. of like villain to good guy that you've played in? You have like a I would say house? 90 villain percent and 10 percent good guy. <laughs> that, that's, that is so that messed like up. Me on <laughs> beyond. But I have that face, dude. Yeah, the, the on beyond. You got to write it. <laughs> Yeah, so what does the the story it, it deals with the conflict between? Well, Haiti no, and it's, it's about yeah, it's about uh, a Dominican chick who falls in love with this Haitian guy, and then you have this Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, pretty much. It, yeah, it's oh. Romeo and Juliet that takes place between Haiti and DR. Then I, you have this guy who's mean, and he just hates Doesn't that race. Doesn't want that to happen. Yeah, he hates oh. that race. Wow, I mean that's that's something that we can relate to even 
Well, no, today, right now, yeah. yeah. yeah it's crazy, yeah. yeah. Which is ridiculous. But we have a friend, he does a lot of events where he's trying to unite those two cultures. Yeah. Uh, What's it called? Something Espanol or whatever. Well, there's the uh, Dominican Haitian movement. Yeah. It's, it's one of, one of the gotcha. But I think that that, um, it's kind of ridiculous, bro. Like, that, that, the fact that our island is so small, we all very similar. Right. Like, we sh- we've shared the culture. I feel like that. Why, why is it so much of a big We're so conflict. close to each other, but like, but yet, we're, so far. yet so far, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's we're, happening we're today in the U.S. with Mexico. Oh, I'm so sorry to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening exactly today. So, uh, La Soga 2 is going to come out. And you were also in Bella. Bella. Yeah. Bella. Great film. Be- Bella. Did you Bella. see Bella? That's one of the ones that I have seen a lot of your work, by the way. That's a, a good film, dude. That's a good film. That was with um, that was with uh, Eduardo Verastegui was in it. Uh, um, Alejandro Monteverde, the director, oh, great director. Shit. Oh wow! And uh, it's a great film. And the um, yeah, it's it's a great story, dude, about a waitress uh, trying to have a child, uh, a, a, a cook. And his brother, who's trying to like figure this shit out. And it's, it's based in, in Dominican No, it was shot here in, the, in New York. Yeah, oh. yeah. Watch that. that film, like that film like won the uh, the Toronto Film Festival, which is yeah. huge. Oh, wow. That's wow. why. I, yeah, yeah. That's you cool. won several awards. Do you read like the, the the scripts and you're like, damn, this fucking this movie's gonna be good. I mean, I hope he reads. Yeah, the I do. <laughs> I do, no, and I, mean, like, I read the script you and have, I'm like, like crazy reactions. Uh, like, wow, this this is gonna be a good film, or or you're like, oh, it's gonna be shit, but I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> damn, I haven't got a check in a while. Let me just. Uh, I'll, I'll take no, care but there's scripts that moves you so much. You're like, man, I need to be in this movie. Yeah. I just because it moves you so much. Right. And those are the films you're like, wow, man, this is the one that I'm going to bite. So is there a role out there or something out there that you haven't done that you want to do? You know what's funny? People used to ask me that before. And I'm like, man, no, I'm I'm all about good story. Yeah, yeah. Just a good story. Like before I was like, oh, I want to do a Western. I want to play like a cowboy or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm like, I just want to do a good story, you know? The reason Rick is asking that question, I think, is because... He's going to bring this thing up again. Yeah, I am, actually. Oh, my God. This is why we've been best friends. We've been best friends for 30 years. So we do this thing also where we ask Instagram to ask questions to our guests. Um, I've mentioned it in previous episodes. I would like to do a real film on Porfirio Rubirosa. I mean, there's been stuff that's been done, but it's not to the quality of... I feel like I, know, I haven't seen anything that's been done. No, I, I've, I've seen, seen it. Seen I think no, they they made a film recently. They made a film the recently. Really? Yeah, but it's it was three. Has like three. It's like three different parts. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know if the lead actor is he Mexican or Dominican. No, he's Colombian. Colombian, oh. which makes it even worse. So one of the questions <laughs> like was shit. Like I, I've been watching. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I love. I, well, we can't say anything like wrong. Colombia. But he, uh, you want like a Dominican to play Pablo Escobar? Why not? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> the so, guy that played Pablo Escobar was Brazilian, or something, right? Well, no, that was no, no, not no, good. He's Portuguese. He's Colombian. He's Colombian. His Spanish was not really? that good. Mm-hmm. So, the Spanish po- version, yes. I want to oh, do. No, 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 no. We're, we're talking, talking about, about the one from Marcos. Not from Netflix. So my thing is, I want to do a high quality film on that man's life. Gotcha. Um, another story that can be told is the Trujillo story, which, I mean, it, it's touched on in uh, El Tiempo de la Mariposa with Mark Anthony, but 
it, the movie, I don't think it's about him. It's more about the sisters. Exactly. So there, there's this, and you know, I'm Juno Diaz, who's related to you. He did a book called... Ask uh, that, that could be made into a film. But my passion thing right now is Ruby Rosa. Gotcha. Now the question for my G was, would you play Ruby Rosa in the film? In a film. In a film. About. Are you asking me? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> You're trying to get you on camera. Right. You're no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, why not? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. a great role. His yeah. name is Porfirio Ruby Rosa. Ruby Rosa. <laughs> I think the man is an interesting story because of the time that he lived. Exactly. Um, he not it's not obsession. I just think he has a very interesting life. A little shrine. He got laid many times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the Great Gatsby is sort of a similar type of thing where yeah. he was just. Rumors that James Bond is actually inspired. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. 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 Ian yeah. Fleming was yeah. inspired by him. So that was my question. Would you be interested in that movie if somebody came? Or yeah, no, of course. Cut a check, bro. Exactly, you gotta. Exactly. <laughs> you know how many times I've been laid in that down, movie? Paper, write it down. <laughs> write it down right there and give it. Full Presidente. Up so that's the next film that we're gonna work on. That's so funny. Justin, are you willing to direct it? Justin, <laughs> Justin will do it. Hell yeah. Justin's yeah. great with it. So yeah. <laughs> Cut a check. Wait, we want. Yes. Jack Benino. Would you Ooh. consider one of your hardest roles? Yeah, it was. Okay. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. The and physically, I, physically, mentally, the way he speaks, the way he talks, is so different yeah, than me. Yeah. yeah, dude, he's articulate. And his voice is very deep. And he stands, and he, and he has a stand of... Always, never like this, like I do. He's always up, looking at you down, like you're a fucking piece of shit. Oh. I mean, that's what I mean. That's and it's great. Yeah. So I, because I, I met with him out there a couple of times. I'm like, wow, this guy has us. He From has the a, posture, a yeah. presence. Yeah. So that was hard to do because I'm always like this. And did you so, have to gain weight? So I you gained mean the facial hair and all that. Yeah, I gained. I grew my hair. I grew the shit. I gained 20 pounds, and when I came back to New York, dude, I had. High blood pressure, high cholesterol, <laughs> all kinds of shit. My doctor's like, yo, you need to go on a diet ASAP. Did you do some wrestling with... Uh, yeah, I did. I got yeah. my ass beat. And I got hit here, bro. So you for took some three bumps. I was like, go, loco. I couldn't fucking walk. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Did you train with any like, wrestlers from out there? I'm sorry? Did you train with any wrestlers? Well, no. They went and got some wrestlers from Mexico, dude. Oh. Badass. Lucha. Okay. The Lucha Libre, badass. So Jack Beneno beat Ric Flair for the NWA heavyweight yeah. title. That's right. <laughs> and because the U.S. did not want... And that's part two, by the way. The title. Oh, okay. So I'm oh, kind of... I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm a big wrestling buff, and that, that's always one thing that when we get into arguments, I always throw that out. I was like, well, but it's true. He your did. boy, your boy but, took but, a but, loss. But you know what happened behind yeah. that whole scene, right? Because Ric Flair didn't want to get killed by the exactly. Did you know yeah. that? Like, there was the a whole boat. story behind yeah. that. Yeah. They had to throw him off. Throw a motherfucker behind a, a trunk of a car to take him out. <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, so they got him, Agar they him here. out of the is here. They threw him out of the trunk from oh, La Factoria, wow. by the way. Hey. Loki 7 <laughs> Tell me about that character <laughs> You haven't seen it Ricky? You haven't seen Loki 7 oh, You have to see that Dude it's on, I think it's on YouTube Yeah Lucky 7. Really? Lucky yeah 7. it's a funny but character no, 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 you, Oh 
Tell me about that character okay. because that was. Oh, I'm gonna t- that was wild. <laughs> okay, Lucky Seven is about seven characters who are all like studs, like models and whatever, right. and they and they want to do this heist. Yeah. And then when they offered me the part, they were like, hey, man, you're the bad guy, and you're also a stud. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I play the bad guy all the time. But but let me do this. Can I do a twist to this bad guy? He's like, sure, do what you got to do. So I'm like, okay, great. So now get this. Back in DR, right, I have a friend of mine, uh, Que Cojo. Uh, yeah. He is, uh, uh, what's the word, unstable? He has a limp. He has a limp, yeah. huge fucking yeah. limp. He's in a wheelchair. So he used to be a bad boy. So he used to take a lot of manteca, yeah. uh, heroin, heroin, and then someone put gasoline and mixed it. Oh, Jesus, no. that's not how you cut better, heroin, better, by better, the way. Better. And mixed it. Just in case. And then he be like, un patatu. You know what patatu is? Stroke. He had a stroke. He had a stroke. Un yello. Un yello. He had a stroke, and then he became paralyzed. Half of his body's paralyzed. Oh, wow. So I was like, what if? This dude happened. What happened if that happened to this dude? So I took that and made this dude. And oh, I, actually, paralyzed. I've seen the photos of it. So, where so, you're exactly so that's that dude. So that's that dude. So then I was like, I want to make I want to be the bad guy. I want to be that dude to be the bad guy. And then I made him gay and made him yeah. shit. So I was like, he was like all over the place. And that sort of worked for the character, really worked yeah. to the film. You know? Oh, you were on Luke Cage as well on Netflix. That was a good show. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. Blacklist, Hawaii yeah. Five-0. Oh, yeah. uh, wow. What are you going to list on? He's in like 79 films. Yeah, bro. I'm lucky, dude. I'm lucky. The Night Of. Is that the HBO? That's the HBO. So that's one of my favorite shows on television. Um it was only a mini series. Yeah, it was, it's yeah, on HBO. They, they you haven't seen one, it? It's, yeah, it's a really good season, show. Yeah, it's only get one season. Yeah, but it's so good. That was actually done by uh, James Gandolfini before he died, and then HBO took it over, and they did the show, and they still have him as an executive producer on the show. Nice. Exactly. Okay. Which was yeah, nice of them. Really you know? yeah, I mean, he really did twenty what fifteen twenty years as Tony Soprano. Yeah. So anybody else in the audience has a question? Inspiring actors and actresses that are sitting there. So let's start and with mothers and mothers and mothers. <laughs> and mothers, and mothers. And let's start Julissa. with Julissa first. She's in the audience. So it kind of it kind of sounds like you had to make your own. Um, like for example, you said that you you were always um, cast as the bad guy, the villain. Yeah. But you had to make your own opportunity, kind of your own role, so you could break out. And win all the awards for the Washington Heights movie. Yeah. Mm. So what what do you what what would you say to those people out there that or or to the aspiring actors out there in general because that 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 can exactly. fit everyone. Um, when one door closes, you, you have to make your own opportunities, kind of. And, and, and I truly believe in that. I say one thing, two things. First of all, if, if you know the day has twenty four hours, if you take one one hour of your day to sit in front of your computer. And just sit there and say, okay, what can I write? What line can I put in today? Or what idea do I have today? And then tomorrow you have another another hour. And then in a year you have 364 or whatever. So that's that's something for you to you know to have a, a an idea or, or an outline of what you want to do, and just write, write, write. And I really believe a good story is hard to find nowadays. Everybody's doing shit. And a good story or, is hard to or find. Or redoing something that's already exactly. been done. Exactly, and that's what they do. Yeah. So I feel like, man, if you can just write your own 
And, and look, I found money for Washington Heights. Una tipa que yo era... Que se casó. And then she was like married to some rich dude. I'm like, yeah. that's my ticket. That's my ticket. Loco. And that's how I did it. So that was my first one, you know. Then the second one got easier, you know. But I feel like you, you know, to create your own. And also, I have to say, que si yo, if I came from a town que no había agua ni electricidad, I didn't have shoes, yeah. and I'm where I am, yeah. you motherfuckers can be president someday. <laughs> I mean, that's why I see it, because I feel like, man, you know, why not? You know, why not? So there you go. Uh, <laughs> Damn, you just ruined the. She just ruined the whole thing today. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's commute is about an hour, so I think like while you're on the train, you could you got an iPhone or whatever, you could still do your thing there also. And during your that's commute. right, that's true. So AJ, you had a question, and then my mother over there has a question so, too. So uh, I'm I'm a Dominican American, first generation. Uh, one of the movies that inspired me to be an actor was Washington Heights. Oh, was well, thanks, man. So, I saw you and I was like, wow, this guy's from Washington Heights. He put it on the, you know, on the big screen. Oh my God. You know, I, I went to 181st to see it. Which Thanks, is bro. It's close now. Yeah, yeah. In any case, um, so I'm getting a lot of bad guy rules right now. Let's just say you. Maybe it's the eyebrows. I don't know what it is. It's the face. Um, yeah. I'm in the co-star level, guest star type of thing. You know, what, what advice do you have for me in terms of, uh, you know, I go through a lot of ups and downs, you know. I'm not sure. Uh, there's not all the streaming going on, you know. I'm I'm kind of just getting with a manager type of thing. I don't know how to really speak to them. I think like I'm like blessed that I have a manager. When they I hear that they're really working for me type of thing, you know. Kind of I'm just kind of looking for guidance a little bit. Got you. Well, you well, no. First of all, thank you, man, for for those amazing words about Washington Heights. You know. It was, um, man. No, thank you. Appreciate it. See, the the, the way I see it is that. You know, with this face, I always play the bad guy. But what I try to do, and all these bad guys, they have a heart. And I always try to find the heart in that guy. Because I feel like I have a nephew who does his shit in the street. Mm -hmm. He's a bad guy because he does shit in the street, but there's a reason why he does it. And I feel like there isn't isn't any such thing as a bad guy. It's just people trying to get by. You know? So so when I get a, a role that is very stereotypical... Or look, I say, I just try to find the heart in there and make them lovable, cause we're all humans, dude, and we all have we all have a heart, and that's how I look at bad guys, you know. And in regards to agents and managers, man, I I'm a I'm a pest. <laughs> I call that motherfucker I'm like, yo, what's going down, dude? Yeah, listen, I'm doing this thing, man, blah 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 blah. But you know, it, I always do that. Oh, I try to help his ass by if I have a friend of mine who's going in for an audition, I'm like, hey, my friend is going on this. How come I'm not going in? But anyway, there's the information. Can I get in? And you know, just your job is not to wait for him, but make him do his shit. You know, because you're gonna pay him ten or fifteen percent. You know, it's up to you. But I, yeah, I, I always, I'm, I'm that type of dude, you know, who's always out to get more jobs. Yeah, well, yeah, on top of him, and also me get my own jobs, you know, and yeah. then tell him, hey, man, my friend is going in on this. I could go in too. Can you hook me up, you know? Full uh, corporate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and connect with other the actors, <laughs> connect with other Latinos who are also in the business. And you know, it's share the share the news, share share the news. You know, network, uh, network, and that's the word. Yeah. So, mom, you had a question too. That's my mother, by the way. Yeah, I know. Hello. Mom, I, I, I had a lot of questions. 
prior to, but the she keeps pushing me. To um, I have a story that has like how many years in the making? A lot of years. What? Right? A lot of years. Like it's a funny movie. Now. It's a story. She's I kind of pitch a movie. Pitching a movie on my show, ma. It's like I'm there, sitting down. I'm sitting down there, but I haven't even given the first step to doing that because I am very afraid of it. The story is really good. How do you break out of that cycle of I'm afraid to do it and go get it because I am not um, confident. Outgoing. Gotcha. I, I may seem outgoing, but I'm not. Gotcha. <laughs> Mom, you're from Mocha. You're very outgoing. <laughs> the ice and just say fuck it yeah yeah, yeah. well you know i i feel like you, if you have this amazing story sit down and write an outline of what this is for example first step second step third step five step this is the ending so you have a middle a, a beginning middle and end of your story mm. just have the outline of it it could be a one page it could be 10 lines of like bullet points of what it is you know then once you have that you can just hire a writer have your daughter, have your brother, have your have your daughter, have your son write it, and then once you have a, a story already written, it makes it easier to just shop it around or to approach whomever. Wow. And my it problem may- is, I think That's the smart. story is too great. Look, well, well, maybe I it's a book. What? <laughs> that I am as good to even write about it as she read gotcha. part of it. I, I don't think that this is um, worthy of you writing. You writing. you feel like a, you could get a better writer too. Yeah. Yeah. Said, well, well that's, yeah, that's what he just said. He hire a writer. Um, do a do summary. Do? Yeah, like yeah, do a summary or an outline, and then <laughs> find someone and be like, yeah, well, this is a good writer. Oh, your your daughter. Or your or your son. I mean, he loves to talk. Yeah. The same thing. Same as writing. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah. It, I I feel like it's all about sitting down and just putting your thoughts on a piece of paper. Yeah, we believe it. By the way, Jack Veneno was my childhood um, hero. Hero. Before my brother took it away from. Uh, gotcha. Wow. But because he said he was stronger than Jack Veneno, and I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which brother is this, Ma? <laughs> you know who it is. You know. I have an is. uncle who's four <laughs> eleven. Who's both skinny? Yeah. <laughs> he got a beer belly. He got a beer belly. Shout out to him. I thought he was going to be bigger because Jack is <laughs> 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 And he is like, and I'm like, oh, my Tolo, man. You could have done that thing. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. That's, That's funny. funny. I love my uncle. I have a lot of hair. My brother don't have no hair. Gotcha. <laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you. He also has a, a huge beer belly. Thank you. <laughs> so, La Isla... Road that comes out June 13th, June thir- Yeah, June 13th. The day after my birthday. And, and then are. August 2nd, I promote this. Yeah. I have a film called Coyote, Coyote Lake that comes out here in the United States. Okay. Coyote Lake. Lake. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. And you're currently in pre-production for La Soga 2. La Soga yes. 2, which is happening in Providence, yeah. Rhode Island. Why so far? For us. Um, well... <laughs> you cannot go to the auditions. <laughs> oh, there's a <laughs> We'll be there. We're going to drive out there. So I want to thank Manny Perez for coming on the show.
Uh, I just want to see more films, man. Yeah, I think no, one thanks, day man. I will be watching TV, ABC, the Oscars, and you'll get one of those statues. The well-deserved statues. Amen. Uh, Amen. Man. Inspiration to everybody that comes from places like we come from. Thank yeah, exactly. Thank we appreciate you a lot. Santiago. Thank you. Santiago. 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 La Ciudad Corazón. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Manny, thank you for coming. No, thank out. you for having me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>